2: Coming to you live from Phoenix, Arizona, what a day, what what a big uh, show we have planned for you, uh, I want to thank everybody for yesterday, we had great guests on yesterday, a lot of great feedback, uh, viewer increase, uh, everything keeps moving and moving, we're getting more and more people all over the United States listening, like I said, and in other countries as well, so um, amazing progress, it just uh, keeps flowing and flowing, so thank you everybody, and I- I'm going to make it my duty every episode to thank um, you know all the fans, all the people that listen. Uh, greatly appreciated. Um, we had great guests on yesterday. Got a lot talked about. Uh, there was obviously some stuff on my agenda that I did not get to uh, get to yesterday. That I will get to today. That are uh, necessary topics that need to be discussed and addressed. Um, today we will be having uh, international security expert, political strategist. Islamic historian, lobbyist, entrepreneur, and best-selling author Valerie Greenfeld will be calling in. The famous Henry Davis will be calling in. You guys know him from all of his uh, pro-Trump, um, all of his pro-Trump uh, videos that uh, he has millions of views on. Uh, Henry Davis, very famous guy. Everybody, if you do not know who Henry Davis is, Google him. Uh, you'll see all his videos. Uh, he's, he does a lot of rallies. Uh, he does a lot of stuff with Blacks for Trump. Uh, he's, he's made a strong difference, and he's got a, a very popular fan base. So we're very excited uh, to to hear from uh, Henry Davis and uh, he'll be calling in, as well as we will be having the leader of Blacks for Trump calling in as well. So that's going to be uh, very exciting. He has a lot going on uh, in his life. Um, right now um, we have – Josh on the line. Josh Lavadi, how you doing, buddy?
3: Doing very, very
4: well.
2: How are you? Doing well, buddy. Doing, doing well. Um, I believe we got uh, a Canada number who, who, calling from Canada. Who am I speaking with?
0: That'd be Sean, man. How you doing?
2: Sean from Canada. How you doing, my friend? Good to have you. Good to have you on. Uh, we all should right, be having right. Mike Solo. Mike Zolo should be joining us uh, any second. Um, We will also be having uh, Gianni uh, join us later. But most importantly right now what I want to do to start the show uh, is remembering Uh, D-Day. D-Day was a, you know, obviously a a very important day for our veterans. Uh, You know, this is a remembrance. uh, You know, we have a a lot of uh, great honor and and privilege, uh, you know, with the things they've done is just um, beyond, beyond belief. And they did it all for our freedom with their blood, sweat, and tears. So here's a little dedication, 1-5. Uh,
5: D-Day, the 6th of June. Today is the 74th anniversary of that day, considered the turning point in World War II. National security correspondent Jennifer Griffin shows us how it's being remembered.
1: Your task will not be an easy one. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely. We will accept nothing less than full victory.
5: With those words, General Dwight D. Eisenhower launched the D-Day invasion, sending more than 156,000 Allied troops to free France and eventually Europe of Nazi Germany's grip. Many died on the beaches of Normandy as dawn broke on the shores of France, June 6, 1944. Visitors marked the anniversary at the American Military Cemetery above the beaches. Some who survived attended a ceremonial wreath laying at the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C. World
6: War II veteran Herman Zajicek stormed Utah Beach at H-hour on D-Day with the Army's 4th Infantry Division. He fought in the Battle of the Bulge and helped liberate Dachau.
5: And joined by Alfred Petrogallo, who was drafted as he left high school.
6: A member of the 190th Field Artillery Unit, he landed at Omaha Beach on D-Day plus one. We got out of the boat. Hand to ha, ha, hand battle.
5: Lincoln Harner was just over 19 at the time, manned the artillery, and entered Gold Beach with British forces.
1: It was important to get the foothold, and uh, from then on, it was a matter of uh, where do we go next.
5: At a Rose Garden ceremony, signing legislation to help all veterans, President Trump remembered the greatest generation.
1: More than 70,000 brave young Americans charged out of landing craft jumped out of airplanes, and stormed into hell on the beaches of Normandy,
5: saving Western civilization exactly 74 years ago today. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News.
2: Wow, that's something, I tell you. That is something. That is very, uh, very impressive. Very impressive. Um, And, God, what an honor. You know, uh, great tribute. And, uh, you know, we always – make it our duty to, uh, uh, you know, honor our veterans. And, uh, whenever I see a vet, I always think of that and, uh, you know, thank them for their service. And, you know, I make that uh, my duty, uh, cause, uh, you know, I feel
7: so privileged,
2: uh, to have them, uh, you know, around. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't, uh, live the, uh, the free life, free freedom life that we have. I mean, they're, they're the saviors. They, you know, they're the people that, uh, put their life on the line. Very courageous, courageous. Um, I do want to get to though, um, you know, Josh. Um, yesterday, you know, you and I wanted to discuss, uh, and we were going to get, we were going to talk about it a little bit more. But, you know, this whole this whole Baker thing, um, with the Christian Baker and the gay couple, the gay couple lost the court case, and they're they're crying and trying to play the victim, because these these homosexuals are trying to force their beliefs on a Christian baker that didn't want to make them a wedding cake. I mean, he didn't believe in, you know, homosexuals being married. And, uh, you know, now there's this big outrage from the left. But imagine if it was a Muslim bakery. You know, the left would be quiet about it. Imagine if it was a different religion. Uh, You know, the, the left would be quiet about it. The liberals would be quiet
4: about it. But the fact that it's Christianity, it's targeted. No, I mean absolutely, and you know uh, i don 't know if you're familiar with Stephen Crowder at all, but he actually did yeah, of course. A, uh, an I love experiment him. he did a yep. he did a video where he went into uh Muslim cake shops in Michigan uh yep. a, a, in Detroit area and asked them to do a gay wedding cake, and they all refused there wasn 't one that uh, to the extent of where they wouldn't even sell him cakes afterwards, um, so you know, and obviously no one cares about that, so which isn't a surprise, nothing new, um, you know. So, but in my opinion, honestly, one of the things I wanted to get into was the actual details of the case. Um, a lot of people, you know, a, a headline I read from uh, the New York Times was that it was a close, um, it was a a, a close victory for the cake shop, which then after looking at the numbers, I was like, come on, seven to two, that's not close at all. Um, but digging a little bit deeper into it, I actually realized that there was a little bit of more of a validity to that headline that I wanted to believe because um, Kennedy, Kennedy, uh, Justice Kennedy, who normally goes very, very left on most of these issues. He actually was the deciding decision uh, that everybody. Um, onto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. I, I, I really hope Trump gets to replace him by the time before he's out of office. But um, he the, the, basically the way his decision was based was the reason that he sided with the cake shop had nothing to do with the legality or freedom that the cake shop was um, was exercising. It had everything to do with how nasty uh, the um, Colorado um, um, Tribune – I, I can't remember the exact organization, but the, the, the Colorado uh, state was – suing them on how nasty and negative they've been towards their yeah. religious beliefs it had nothing to do with the legality it was basically just like a you've been mean to him so we're siding this way uh and, and in saying that he got two of the other more liberal leaning judges to not on that's what scares me that scares me was that the majority or not the majority but three of the swing the swing votes that normally swing left Um, sided with Kennedy when when normally they would have swung left. This could have easily been a defeat if Kennedy wouldn't have gone so middle of the road. And that middle of the road really scares me. So I think we're not out of the woods yet with this type of stuff. Obviously, we know. um, But, boy, it would be really great to get Ginsburg or Kennedy off of those seats and get some, you know, people that actually follow the Constitution in there and want to fight for freedom.
2: Oh, absolutely, 100%. I mean, you know, there's – I mean, it's, uh, you know, with just with the whole religious liberties thing, I mean, there's a whole fucking war on white Christians. White Christians, that's what they're targeting, man. That, that's what it is. I mean, that's, uh, you know, Mike Zolo, you're just joining us. I, I, I know you want to speak on this. You talk about this
7: all the time. The
2: white uh, Christian thing, I mean, how
7: white Christians are targeted. Of course, man. Well, here's the thing that people need to realize. The bottom line is very simple. White Christians... Well, well, white solo Christian everybody, men, from white, New
8: Jersey.
7: That's right. White Christians, well, right, white Christian men uh, are the most attacked, but white Christians in general
4: uh,
7: are, are the most attacked people in America. You have to understand, Muslims would never bake a cake for a gay couple. Jews would never bake a cake for a gay couple. Almost right. every other religion would not bake a cake for a gay couple. That is a fact. But these gay right. people choose Christians Homosexual. to abuse, harass, fruit, yeah, fruit cake. to abuse, harass, punish, mock, and smear. They don't choose the Muslim baker. They don't choose the Jew baker. They don't choose any other religion. They choose the Christian. And this do, is a good decision the Supreme Court made. But it has yeah. to go further because a lot of the uh, what they um, voted on was because the Christians weren't, uh, were treated unfairly. It wasn't necessarily just you don't have to bake cake. So my point is this. I know this sounds bad, but if a white person doesn't want to make a black person a cake, sorry, oh, no. it's his right to do so. If a black person doesn't want to make a white person a cake, it's his freedom to do so. And guess what Absolutely. that person who doesn't get that cake sold
9: that's very true. Their friends, Can I speak also? That very true speak very true
7: that they'll tell okay. all their friends how racist and crazy that white baker is or that black baker is <laughs> and the free market will expel him the free market will work it out in the end that yeah. person that his bakery will go bankrupt it is not the government's job okay to enforce right. morality we have the freedom right. to do what we want that is the bottom line but another thing that people have to realize is I'm not saying I agree with a white baker not selling a black person anything or a black person not selling uh, a white customer something. My point is they have the right to, and the free market in the end will work itself out, and, it will, and more people will find out at how racist that person is. But speaking on the gay issue, this is a religious liberty issue. It's, right. it's my relig- it's my, my belief, it's my culture that I don't want to be a because when I make a cake for you for your homosexual wedding, what I'm doing yeah. is I'm inserting myself, I'm participating in your wedding which I don't believe in.
0: Right. So you're
7: violating my rights. So that's the stronger point when it comes to religion because that's that's what I believe is in traditional marriage. So when you ask me to make a cake specifically for two men to get married, you're asking me to participate in that wedding. You're asking me to be a part of it. Yeah, I won't be there, but I'm making the cake that is signaling those two men being married. It's a very serious issue. It doesn't mean that those people are hateful or us Christians are are bad people. That's our belief, and, and we should be allowed to believe it, and we shouldn't be brought to court by gay people who just want to harass, mock, and punish Christians because that's what it seems to be. It never seems to be the other way around where they go after a Muslim baker who would never, ever, ever, under any circumstances, bake a cake for a gay wedding. It's just – so that's my opinion on it. I think it was a good, a great decision, but I think it needs to go – I think the fight's not over and it has to go further. But at the end of the day, it's not about being nice, being mean, being – you know, racist, being bigoted. It's about having freedom. It is not the government's job to enforce morality. At the end of the day, the free market will work itself out and and people will know where they want to go. I mean it's really not hard for people to figure out. Liberals are, are sick. They
2: they really are they really are. You're absolutely right. And you know, a lot so a lot of these situations are they're a lot of these situations, I believe, I strongly believe, like they do this on purpose. These, these gay people purposely targeted this Christian Baker. They knew they would get some sort of press out of it. They knew that they were going to get a reaction
0: of, of, of no,
2: and you know, with the, with this Baker situation, you know, they knew they knew what they were go what they were going into uh, in terms of. You know what the outcome was going to be. He wasn't going to bake them a cake, and they, and they were going to go cry about it and play the victim and get on national news. I mean, it's ridiculous. No. Okay. How, okay. How well, the let, let me you. Community is so entitled. It's ridiculous. Let me give real you quick. Example.
0: though. I've, I've got. A, a oh, thing, real quick. But. I'm... Real quick. Real yeah. Quick. Real quick. I want to welcome. What is big Christian
2: Bakery on it? Like, how do you differentiate it? Henry Davis, are you on the line?
10: Yeah, what's up, man? What's going on, Roy?
2: The famous Henry Davis. Millions of YouTube views. A very popular guy right now. Has a very uh, big movement going on. Um, and he's doing a lot of big things. And uh, you can find him all over online. He's made several videos. They're they're do, They've done very well. He's appeared on many shows. Henry Davis, how are you, my friend? Great to have you back on the show. Uh, always a pleasure. What's going on? Doing good, my friend. Thank you for having me. I'm just, uh, uh,
10: you know, just, just at the house and uh, just got the phone with my editor for the new book, The Coon, coming out this month. That's um, <laughs> the novel about myself. Uh, nice. It, I thought it, you
2: said, when you, exactly. when you say... What's it called? You didn't say it. how do you
0: pronounce it? The Coon. C O O N. The
2: Coon. The coon.
10: <laughs> and the meaning of that is
2: Henry, that's yeah. a funny name.
10: Yeah, but it's real, uh it's it's what all of the black people call me, so I just figure I might as well get paid for being called the Coon. Uh you know,
0: uh it's it's very
10: popular, uh it's a novel talking about my life experiences from my uh uh from my uh childhood up into my adulthood but uh, all of my life I've been considered a a great entertainer but once I uh voted for Donald Trump I wasn't an entertainer anymore I was a coon <laughs>
7: Every day and you say that was name coming uh, at you like vultures the left hates you, and they're coming at you like vultures. That's yep. what liberals and, do. And Henry, Henry,
2: yeah. let me guess—they call you all the names. They call you House N. You know, they call you Uncle Tom. They call you every name in the book. It's just—it's a ridiculous thing because even Kanye talks about it. The Democrat, the blacks that vote Democrat—they haven't made it off the plantation.
10: Well, yeah, uh, my 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 last uh viral video was my kanye rant uh and i i i kind of went in i kind of went in on that video I woke up one morning at a truck stop and i heard uh people talking about well i heard people online uh talking about kanye uh did this song with p e. i so I listened to the song and when i heard the song it kind of it got me all in a in a bunch, and got my feathers ruffled to where I just turned on the camera and went for it. And as a result of that, uh, Candace Owens, uh, love her, Donald Trump Jr. and Herman McCain all retweeted my stuff, and I gained about 30,000 Twitter followers as a result of it.
2: Yeah, and you're getting you're getting popular. I mean, you've had you've had millions of views. You know, you're doing a lot of different projects right now. You got the uh, tell tell everybody about the rally you have coming up. It's going to be the biggest rally. You know, you've been you've been promoting it for a long time.
8: Yeah.
10: Well, yeah, we're getting ready to go into phase two okay. of that because uh, uh, the daddy of all rallies here in St. Louis. It sounds like you're in a factory or something. What's going on? What's all the noise in the background?
2: Sounds like a factory.
10: Yeah, it sounds like you're in a factory working, like somebody's working on a car or something. Doesn't sound like you're in a studio.
2: What it, what does it sound like now? How about now?
10: There you go. That now that sounds like somebody's paying attention. Sound like you somebody working on a car or something. But well
2: anyway, there, there's there's I, uh, other people there there's other people on the line, so it might have been uh it might have been oh. it Cell sound. of somebody else on the line. Oh, okay. Well,
10: then, well, that's what it is. I I thought it was just you know you
2: and I. And I'm like, what is this? What are you doing, Roy? No, no, you <laughs> but got, no, you got like you got a bunch of people on the line right now. But it's cool. Keep talking. I'm loving this.
10: Okay. Well, uh, I was uh, the Daddy of All Rally September the 8th here in St. Louis, Missouri is going to be a Make America godly again rally. We can't make America great again and unless we make it godly again. Uh, we're gonna have a, a a lot of politicians that are going to be uh debating at our rally. We're gonna have a catered event. Uh we're thinking about uh if we have it if we if we don't get the venue uh, the inside venue, we'll have it outside with the barbecue and fireworks display. We'll have free food. And my book, I'll be selling with an autograph from my book. Uh, it's brought to you by the Patriot brand. Uh, if you guys ever want to check it out, just type in the Patriot brand, and that will come up. And, uh, you know, we, we got some, some home uh, American-made products like beef jerky and coffee and hot sauce. All that kind of stuff, uh, you know, through the Patriot brand. It's all American-made by uh, American Patriots. So they're throwing the rally. That's in September. I'm getting ready to uh, get a a one-hour daytime radio talk show uh, on uh, Radio Free Allman here in St. Louis. Uh, It'll be syndicated here very soon. Uh, Getting ready to do that. And then, like, the book is coming out. That's my main thing I'm concerned about right now, getting this book out. I think, man, I think I, honestly, I think I have about three, maybe 3,500 pre-orders, and it's not even went to print. It's not even gone to print yet. Uh, we're setting up dates for uh, signings. We got a date in Oklahoma. I think we got a date in New Jersey, and the dates are coming in for me to go to my book signing. But God is good, man. You know, God is good. He's been, he's been, you know, keeping me in, in Keeping me humble, and you know, putting me in touch with people like yourself, so that I could just, you know, just trying to make a difference and and uh, uh, spread the word that you know, just because you're black, you don't have
2: to be a Democrat. Now, how about that? I love, I love, I love it. I mean, you know, and here here's the thing: you're spreading a fantastic message because, you know, Henry, I'm sure you're out, you know, in the streets on a daily basis and in the different neighborhoods trying to convince and trying to talk to other, you know, people in the black community. Like, look, what, what has the democratic party ever done for you? Like, look what president Trump's doing for you. Lowest black unemployment ever in history.
10: Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, since they've been doing the numbers back in the seventies, it's the lowest, but for some reasons, you know it's yeah, it's yeah. A, a lot of the people that I come into contact with are coming around you know that they're, they're being educated, they're doing their research, and they're starting to see well, maybe it's not so bad. I just got a raise on my job, uh, I got a bonus on my job, you know, yeah, he took away my food stamps, but I had you know people are hiring and this kind of thing, so the people that I'm running into contact with you know despite you know, uh, the being upset initially about him taking away, you know, and eliminating the free stuff. Uh, a lot of people, I know a guy, man, that hadn't had a job in, I don't know, fifteen, twenty years, and now he's making sixteen bucks an hour, and you know, he's happier than he's ever been. Uh, you know, so people are coming around, man. You know, our, our president, like I say, he's a godsend from heaven for this country, and uh, I always tell people if Hillary would have won. We probably we would, wouldn't
2: be having this conversation. We would not have a country left. We would be, yeah. we would be in, in absolute um, misery, Henry. I
3: mean, we, re- yeah. we
2: really would. We really would. And, Henry, I want to play a clip uh, of Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens for everybody real quick. You Big fans of both of them because they're both Turning Point USA. They've done a great job, Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk. And this basically, you know, is explaining, like, the cultural war that's going on right now. And, it, and they explain it so well. Uh, Two-five. Quick clip, clip, clip.
9: So what do you think about the president pulling the plug on the Super Bowl winners showing up at the White House? Apparently, according to the NFL Network, only one football player was going to show up, and that was the quarterback Nick Falls. Charlie, you're first. Yeah, I mean, look, I think this is
6: the right decision to make. They're going to overly politicize this for all the wrong reasons. Only in America could football players that are making tens of millions of dollars win the Super Bowl, um, over-politicize the national anthem, not pay gratitude to our president or our veteran sacrifice, and then be paraded around the media as if they're victims. It is it is ridiculous what these NFL players have been doing, and Candace has been comment- commenting on this rather well where if you're in the NFL, you're not a victim. Look, pay tribute to this country, the greatest country in the history of the world. Pay tribute to this president. It could have been a great ceremony Hello. to uh, really uh, celebrate uh, their successful season. You know, season.
5: Candace, I Brian made agree. a good point. I was just going to say, Brian made a good point yesterday and that why not use this as an speech to go have a conversation with the president, the football players? Why not go there and talk to them about what they care about? Because that's exactly what you have been doing. You have been going to the White House. You've been talking directly with the president about things that you care about.
11: That's exactly right, and I don't think that's exactly possible with these celebrities. What we're really seeing is a window into the narcissistic, egotistical mind that is the celebrity brain. They actually think that they deserve more honor and more respect and more dignity than our veterans and our troops, and they're unwilling to work with this administration simply because they have a complex, they have a God complex. I think what President Trump did here is so great. It's exactly what needed to happen, a separation of the church and the state between the celebrities and the White House, especially. On the backs of Barack Obama, who was honoring these celebrities and making them feel that they were better than the American people.
1: But Candace I, I think that the, what they would say is, uh, and I, you know, picking the national anthem was probably a huge mistake. Was we don't like the way law enforcement acts towards minorities in America, and that's the way we're standing up to it. Do you think that could lead to a
12: conversation with this administration?
11: I don't take that problem to be one of the big problems that is facing the black community. Okay, we had 16 unarmed black men that were shot and killed by law enforcement last year. The bigger problem is black-on-black crime. Until they're willing to actually talk about the deeper issues that are rooted in our communities, I will not take seriously this war on our police officers who, in fact, save black lives.
9: That's right. Uh, Now, Charlie, you were on this program on Monday, and uh, you then went down to Washington to uh, meet with uh, folks at the White House. And then, Candace, you and Charlie were both with the president just about a week or so ago. What happened?
6: Well, look, uh, this president's going to be the most successful president of our lifetime, and I have to give this White House credit and give this president credit to take time out of their unbelievably important and busy schedule to meet with us, oh, the grassroots. We're fighting on college campuses every single day. We're fighting for the next generation. And to know that we have the backing of the most successful president of our generation uh, means the world. Because, look, we are in a culture war right now. We're fighting for free speech, for free markets, and for American exceptionalism. And uh, to have the president take time out of his schedule to meet with us to just exchange some ideas really, really means the world. And, look, this is, uh, this is a battle that we're going to win.
11: And beyond that, we spoke about the black community and black issues and the things that I think that we can be doing to help you know rather than kneeling at the National Anthem and insulting our veterans our troops and their families I had a conversation with our president about what we could actually accomplish to make things better in America for black people beyond what
1: he's already doing I know he's talking about something he would do some talk when Kanye West came out uh, about doing some type of conference at the White House and having an open and honest discussion there do you think that on race do you think that is moving forward
11: um, absolutely. So what we have been working on at Turning Point USA is a Young Black Leadership Summit, which we are attempting to do in conjunction with the White House. We are extremely excited about this. We want voices from all over the political spectrum to come and speak to the kids and to also hear the kids. I think for so long, people have been speaking louder than actually trying to hear what children are feeling in America. It's become too polarizing. We want to fix that gap.
5: Yeah. You both are doing what many refuse to do and just have a conversation. That's the only way to move forward. It was a great photo of you two and the president. We we always enjoy
6: having you guys on. Thank you so much. Hello. Oh. Yes, yeah, so very, very well,
2: very well said. And when we're, Henry Davis uh, cut cut out. I don't know what happened. We're getting him back on the line. But we do have the leader of Blacks for Trump, Michael, on the line. How are you, my friend?
3: I'm fine. How are you doing,
2: sir? Doing well. And also, Hello? I want to also I want to also introduce. Uh, International security expert, political strategist, Islamic historian, lobbyist, entrepreneur, and best-selling author Valerie Greenfeld. How are you?
13: Great, thanks for having me on.
2: Absolutely, 100.
0: Real,
2: real quick, uh, Michael Blacks for Trump. Um, man, so you got you got a lot of stuff going on, man. Tell us, uh, tell us the dealio.
3: Well, you know, we're just opening. You know, singing at all of the. Uh, Trump events now, like right in, in front, where, where all of the people are standing in line. And I bring I brought the band out there last week to show unity with the black man and white man. Because see, we have always been in unity throughout biblical history, even all the way up to the Civil War with white European Gentiles, the Republicans that came to save us. The real problem that we're having, most black people, I started pointing out the black men that those people that are shooting black men are not white Gentiles. And you guys don't even know, but you need to go to my website so I can prove it to you. Most of them are yeah. East Indians, pakistanian officers, like rajah That's an East Indian yeah. that shot that black kid sitting on the side of the street. And all of their names end in they're yep. all East Indians. And then Ka- yep. Caitlin paperneck is an East Indian that started just kneeling down crap, and there's always been, like, I I watched all those people that were protesting when Trump won the election, and I walked through the crowd. not one black man was in that crowd protesting, talking about Black Lives Matter. It was all East Indian, Abs and Pakistan, who pretend to be me. Like, real black people Michael. don't do this crap. So I want to say this. Now, let me say this first. Kaylee Kaepernick, yes. you can look through it. He I'll says, I'm not a black man. I'm an East Indian. And he started this crap. We're supposed to be protesting them, not protesting each other, because we love each other. We are the black Henry man Davis. and the white man, so we got to be in
6: unity. I'm sorry. Go
3: ahead. Henry Davis,
6: are you back
2: on the line,
3: sir? Yeah, man, I thought you were done with me. So what's up?
2: No, I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> done with you. Uh, and we got, we got your buddy on the line, uh, Leaders of Blacks for Trump. I know you wanted to connect with him, and I'll get you his contact info when we get off the phone. But, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of uh, obviously divide. You know, divided um, situations going on with our country. You know, and Barack Obama divide, divided this country worse than anybody ever. I mean, he was worse. the absolute, right. the greatest divider. Yeah.
10: Well, and he man, wasn't uh, East
3: Indian. He wasn't even black.
2: <laughs> well,
3: he was the
10: way I feel about that. Well, let, let me let me just say something about. A lot of the stuff that people talk about, I don't really have time to get my pressure up all about it. Uh, I've, I've made my claim and my case about Barack Obama a long time ago. Uh, you know, I don't like him. I never did like him. He has never done nothing for me or my people or the people of this country. So I don't talk about him. You know, it's like I don't waste my breath on a lot of stuff, man. Uh as far as Candace is concerned, the point she made about uh, – you know, uh, people worried about protesting. Uh, you know, police police crime against unarmed black men. She said, you know, uh, I, I, I don't. I'm not gonna keep repeating what other people say. But she said, yes. 16 unarmed black men were killed. But yes. you know, I just that was just a murder yeah. around the corner from my house yesterday. Nobody's marching and protesting against that.
0: You know, so hey, uh, hey, a lot hey, a lot
10: of hey, battles. Guys, a lot of battles i don't fight because you know we got other people to to do that you know like uh, you know i'm 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 in i'm I'm making a movement right now. my movement is to make America godly again and get you know as many blacks as I can off of the plantation i don't have time to sit up and and keep repeating what's going on because it, it it's just a waste of my time and energy man.
2: And here's the thing. You make a great point. There was a murder right around the corner from your house the other day. And what all the? What about the thou? You know, there's there's like a thousand shootings in Chicago so far this year. Do you see all? Then black on black crime. Do you see people protesting it? No. No.
10: No. Nobody's protesting that. Nobody's protesting the fact that you know uh, Planned Parenthood is killing more black babies every year than you know
0: uh yeah then then, then,
10: cars, then nobody's protesting that, and uh just the mere fact that Donald Trump is even interested in h b c u s is a phenomenal phenomenal uh feat that nobody's even talking about. The man is taking away the pill is making you know some of their 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 the schooling free you know uh uh uh, uh Extinguishing some of the black cops Some of their loans and things like that And nobody's talking about that But the first thing they want to talk about Is No Rock and, and Mike uh And Michael uh Obama and I just You know I just don't uh, You know I'm, I'm waiting for them to Send Hillary to jail I'm waiting for them to uh, You know bring out the goods the, the guns get rid of Robert Mueller Get rid of him and and let's move this country forward, and uh, you know, prepare for
2: twenty eight for I me mean, for the uh, next election in twenty twenty. Hey Henry, I want to know how I, I got. I know people got questions for you, but I want to know how excited you are for Dennis Rodman to be going to North Korea with Donald Trump for this meeting. Aren't you so excited, brother?
10: I didn't even know he was going. That's how excited I am. I care
0: less.
10: <laughs> <laughs> I could care less about I, Dennis Rodman. I'm, I, I just hope the summit with the president and Kim Jong Un. I mean, Kim Jong Un. I hope it goes well. I'm looking, you know, I'm excited about that, you know, and not to, not to. Uh, uh, I'm just, I'm just more concerned about the people of North Korea, you know, right. uh, getting them right. some help and you know, you know, giving them some sanity and you know, become a part yep. of you know the world instead of being just you know outcast. That's my main thing with North Korea. I really don't think Kim Jong Un has the capability, and I'm sure they're going to find this out. I don't think he has the capability that we think that he has, just like they thought Saddam no had all of this no power bomb And come to find out he when they found him, he was hiding in a hole. So I don't even think Kim Jong-un is uh, as big of a threat as we think think he is, and I think we'll find that out pretty soon.
7: Very true, very true.
2: And, you know, and and Rodman was the very, Dennis Rodman was the very first American to ever meet him. As you know, he went over there a couple years ago, and he's been over there multiple times ever since. And, uh, you know, I think Trump wants to bring Rodman because, you know, Rodman knows Kim Jong-un better than anybody. So, I mean, it's probably going to be kind of an experience for Trump. More
10: power to the brother Dennis Rodman. I mean, you know, he was a great basketball player. I think, you know, he's best rebounder of all time. yeah, he, you know, more power to him. But if it, if it take Rodman, Michael Jordan, whoever, to make the the summit, you know, as smooth as possible, right?
2: And right. You absolutely. know, and a
10: success, i am all for yeah. it. You know, but I didn't know he was oh, going absolutely. to. you just told me that. Honestly.
2: Yeah, and you know, this is this is just history, man. Every day Trump's delivering on a new promise, and it's a very it's a very satisfying thing. And uh, Henry, and tell you know, tell everybody you know, um, you know, you do, you do a lot of your videos, you got a lot of different stuff going on, um, what's, what's, what's new, do you got any, do you got the rally coming up, do you got any other, uh, gigs you want to announce? The book, the book, the book
10: is on fire, that's, that's what, that's what happened. this book, you know, I, I, I exposed some secrets, I exposed some secrets and some, uh, you know, some unknowns about myself, and, uh, I talk about some experiences I've had with some celebrities like Tebo Bryson, Morris Day and Gerald and Sean LeVerg, Denise Williams and you know, a list of, of other celebrities, but all of this was I was just entertaining when I was doing all of this. But once I started voting for Trump, now I'm a Coon. And the definition according to the urban uh according to the urban dictionary, the definition of Coon is the lover of white women. And to entertain white people, well, my 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 lady for 13 years, my my love of my life, she's black, so that doesn't apply to me. And I can stand in front of a crowd, whether you're white, black, brown, or green, and uh, entertain you. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, people just keep calling me, you coon, you're a coon, you're a coon. And one day I just sat up and I said, I'm gonna write a, write a book about it. The book is about 250 pages. Uh, like I said, I got some book signings coming up. Uh, I'll make sure that that you get a copy, my friend. And, uh, you know, we'll talk about the book, but that's my, my, my project right now, the book. And then once the book is done, then we're going to go hard for the rally. But in the meantime, I got a radio show coming out and, you know, doing some TV spots here and there, just trying to make America godly again without, you know, uh, going off the deep end and, and, and doing some stupid, like punching an
2: Antifa member in the face. There you go. I mean, I, you know, that's a good thing to, uh, you know, resist the, resist the urge, you know? <laughs>
8: yeah.
2: Those, modern, Yeah. I tell you guys, those people though, man, they make me more angry than anyone, man. They're the, they're the most hateful uh, individuals. Um, uh, I, I do want to, I, I do want to, uh, you know, let people, I know Mike Zolo and Josh, and uh, I'm sure Valerie. Uh, a lot of people have questions for you, but uh,
0: Zolo, go well, ahead. Well, let them go
2: ahead and
10: ask because I don't, I don't have very much time. Y'all got something you want to ask? Okay. So I'll be glad to. Okay, Zolo, know. Zolo, Zolo. Are they on go now? Ahead.
14: Henry,
7: Henry, how are you, man?
3: I'm fine, bro. How are you?
7: I'm good, man. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Uh, I'm, I'm very um, strong uh anti illegal immigration and uh illegal immigration really hurts all Americans but it hurts black Americans a lot. Would do you agree with me that all illegal aliens need to be deported so we can start worrying Absolutely. about Americans?
10: Absolutely. I saw a great number today. I think they got hundred and sixteen uh uh illegal immigrants out of Ohio uh today. Yes. Uh yeah so that that's sixteen uh, that's 116 more landscaping jobs that people in the community can have, whether they're black or white. Uh, I they'll know get some get higher wages,
13: and they'll get paid yeah.
10: higher wages. And yeah, I know. Some, I know some immigrants that own businesses that work hard to come over here and got their citizenship the right way. And uh, I just, you know, if you're illegal, you're not supposed to be over here. Then you know, like one of my videos I made about DACA. You know, it's time for you to take your ass home.
7: Excellent, man, I love it.
4: All right, awesome. That's all I needed to know, man. Hey, Josh. Right on, go ahead. brother.
7: Thanks.
4: Hey, Josh here. Hey, quick question. Um, how specifically? Uh, like, I don't know if you have a specific strategy at all you'd like to talk to about how we can move America back to focusing on Jesus instead of you know anything else. Anything else. Well, wow, that's a that's a I like that question. I got a good answer for that. It's called prayer.
0: Uh, uh, first, Amen. first we
10: have to first. Yeah, I, as a matter of fact, uh, you can check me out on Sundays. I preach online. I do have some some of my sermons that are up. Uh, I go down in my basement and I do what's called the heavy word. You've heard the word, but you've never heard it like I give it. I give it to you 2018 style. Uh, you know, I, I make it relevant to today God's words never changes But the way you, the way I deliver the gospel of Jesus And the way I talk about it You know, I'm changing lives with that But to really answer your question uh, It's through prayer, man uh, You know, if we can get people to just Like the Bible says If my people will humble themselves And pray the pe- My people who are called by my name Will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith then I will hear from Heaven and heal their land. if we can just get more people to pray individually, everybody wants to pray for each other and pray for this and pray for that. we need to start praying for ourselves. you know people need to start praying for you know our self deliverance and if if we can get one person at a time to pray, then we can change the whole
7: world so that's a great question
0: very well very
7: awesome. Uh, Valerie, you got any thoughts?
13: Fascinating. Um, I was interested in asking you, Henry. What about people that have different religions? Um, you know, you're talking about prayer to Jesus. What about people that are Muslim or Buddhist or whatever? How how would they fit in to your scenario? Well,
10: well, me being me, me being a spiritual man, I understand that there's only one creator. Uh now whether you go through Jesus, whether you go through Buddha, whether you Hindu, how whatever your religion's preference is, uh I understand that that's only one creator and the ultimate goal is to meet him one day. So, uh, well you know, whatever your religion is and just long as you're not going around cutting people's heads off in the name of religion, <laughs> I'm fine with it. Right on yeah. I'm, I'm
0: fine with I'm
10: it. With you, you know. But but uh you know if you're hindu if you indian if you are muslim whatever the case may be uh if we all fall under one uh spiritual being and that's the almighty
0: himself the
10: eternal is so uh, uh the way i look at it to answer your question
0: is <clears throat>
10: he is and he will always be so if you if you know who he, he who he is, and I think we all can get along uh, uh, in 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 some way, shape, form, or fashion. I think you're very
13: well,
0: in you. the right
13: place. Thanks,
10: Nice,
0: very nice. Once very again,
10: nice once, again once again, once again, you all can find me. Uh, I am a I am an ordained minister. I walked away from the pulpit uh, about seven years ago because. My spirit wasn't right, and I wasn't going, you know, uh, I was charged to tell the truth, and I didn't want to be telling people not do this and not do that, then I turn around and do the same thing. But my spirit is right now. I'm in a good place with, with, you know, with the Creator. And uh, if you get a chance, just go on my Facebook page, and you can really see that I'm the real deal uh, when it comes to delivering the Word of God. None of us are perfect. I'm not saying that I'm the chosen one. But God gave me a purpose, and I'm trying my best to fulfill that purpose through spirit and worshiping Him through spirit and truth so uh i'm gonna tell you the truth. I even go on there and I talk about how I messed up and you know how I'm repenting, and you know this that, and the other we we pray I pray with people, people donate to to the church, you know uh so it's a, it's a great thing, and finally, I want to say this on this note. I have, I'm, I'm closely approaching 80,000 uh, personal Facebook page followers. I don't have a fan page. I don't have a uh, public celebrity page or anything like that. I call people. I talk to people. You type something on my page, believe me, I'm going to read it. So that's what makes me uh, different from a lot of other people that are all on Facebook and doing that thing. I, I don't forget where I come from.
8: You know, and hopefully
10: uh uh who's ever listening within the sound of my voice, you know, you can reach out to me on my Facebook page and say, Hey, I, I heard you on Warren's show the other day, man. You're pretty cool. That would that would make my day. You guys take care. God bless you. Uh my Henry. voice is, is leaving me. I, like I said, I've been editing all night trying to get the book right. done, but God bless y'all
3: you know, hey, Henry. Let's
10: make America do-
2: Yeah.
3: Absolutely.
2: We'll make America godly again. And I have a lot of new I have a lot of, I have a new, um, I have a new media company coming out that I want you to do some stuff for. It's called the Next Gen USA so it's going to be some big stuff so I'll talk to you about that. I'll call you uh, separately about that in it's coming out in like the next week or two so um, I'll keep you posted.
10: Anything you want me to do, Rory, I told you I'm here for you buddy, and may the windows of heaven open and pour upon you and yours an abundance of blessings. take care
2: and good night. God bless you, Henry Davis. Everybody, the great Henry Davis. Take care, buddy. Talk to you soon. Ah, oh, he is awesome. He's a great man. Very popular online. Uh,
14: gets does very
2: doing very well. Very proud of the guy. Um, Valerie, I uh, I gave you. Uh, I want to give you an official introduction. It's good to have you here. We have a lot of topics Thank we're going to get to tonight. Valerie. You have a huge resume. You know, you've um, you know, you're you're you. you you specialize in radical Islamic terrorism. You know, you, you work in DC, you know, you're an international security expert. Um, You know, you have a lot of, um, you know, experience uh, in a lot of different fields. Um, I do, Josh and and Valerie, I do want to get to a lot of topics. Um, And Josh, Mike, are you still on the line?
8: Yeah.
4: Josh is here.
2: Okay, perfect. All right, real quick guys. So, Uh, The media was fussing and making a deal about saying Melania Trump was missing in action and creating all of this, you know, controversy and and rumors that Melania Trump was getting a facelift or she was, uh, you know, just uh, she was in New York. She was gone to the White House. All these different stories circulated, but they were all fake news by the liberal media spreading propaganda and lies. Uh, She was actually attended... Uh, the meeting today with Trump uh, regarding FEMA, which uh, went very well. Uh, Here are some of the highlights.
7: I'm going to play a quick click.
1: Uh, One three. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And we really appreciate the job you've done. I want to thank you for hosting this incredible group of people. I'd like to sort of maybe uh, say and pay some respects to some of the people here today. I have a list. Uh, Of course, we have to start with our great First Lady. Melania, Mm. thank you, Melania. uh, She's doing great. She went through a little rough patch, but she's doing great. And uh, we're very proud of her. She's done a fantastic job as First Lady. The people love you. People (laughs) of our country love you. So thank you, honey. And Last year, more than 17,000 FEMA and other federal employees, as well as 14,000 personnel from the Department of Defense, National Guard, were deployed to support... The massive response and recovery efforts left by these storms and these tragedies. Administrator Long, I want to thank you in particular for the incredible job and the uh, unbelievable teams of men and women that you led to take care of these problems. You have done a job. They're talking about you all over. Don't leave us, though, okay? Just relax. Oh, he's here. In fact, we could have put him in a different position. We didn't want to. We want him right there. It's not an easy position. But you, uh, you have really stepped forward, and we appreciate it. He's now running for the United States Senate, and I won't get political, but I think you're going to do very well, okay? That's not political, is it? Our entire government leapt into action to coordinate the response along with the state and local leaders, and we did have a lot of help from some really great governors, Florida, Texas. A lot of great people helped us, and uh, it was great. Families in Texas and Louisiana, the U.S. Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, Florida, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, they were all affected. Hard to believe. And on tribal lands where the hit was catastrophic and the storms were really historic in their severity. But in the wake of such tragedy, we also witnessed the resilience of the American people and the professionalism, talent, and devotion of the men and women of FEMA. Good group, right? Right. That's a great group of people. Administrator Scott Pruitt, thank you, Scott, very much. EPA is doing really, really well. And, you know, somebody has to say that about you a little bit. You know that, Scott. <laughs> but uh, you, have, you have done, I tell you, the EPA is doing so well. As we enter the hurricane season again, here we go, right? You ready? Yes, sir. But we're entering it. This is it. We are marshalling every available resource to ensure maximum preparation for rapid response. That's what we had last year. Disaster response and recovery is best achieved when it's federally supported, state-managed, and locally executed. You agree with that, I think, Brock, right? Yes, sir. This is really the great model that we've built, and there's no better model anywhere in the world. And we do help other countries also when there's catastrophic events like in Mexico and other places we will – we're always there. We're always there for them, Governor Rick Scott. We have a lot of people around uh, and watching. You know, we're on screens all over the country and I think beyond. But we have uh, Governor Rick Scott of Florida is there, and uh, he's watching and he's done a fantastic job. So uh, very good.
2: I mean, he's already Trump is already taking the initiative and in addressing the matter with FEMA. I had the time uh, I love that they're taking uh you know all the proper uh you know putting all the proper standards together and and uh you know putting everything in order and and, and putting safety first because we know what hurricane season can do. We saw what happened last year um and they're just doing proper protocol, which I love and making sure that everything goes accordingly and people are more safe um, but a lot got done in that FEMA meeting today um it was very well it was very well. I watched, I watched the broadcast. Um, and, you know, FEMA is a big deal, always has been. Um, you know, there's obviously a lot of work that needs to be done uh, with FEMA, but Trump's, you know, uh, reconstruct, reconstructing it, fixing it, you know, putting, a, uh, putting it back together, and his administration's doing a good job. Because under Obama, FEMA was a disaster. It was absolutely disgraceful the way it was ran. Um, so you know this is a this is a big positive. Um, I do I do also want to announce big big news today. President Trump commutes sentence of a woman uh, serving drug drug related life term after the Kim Kardashian meeting. We, we heard about that. That was big news. And this woman was uh, African American woman. And you know the liberal media, it. I mean for the most part. I mean they'll, they show it for like a second, but. You know, if this was uh, Obama or, or, you know, one of their uh, left-wing, you know, uh, politicians, it would be headline news everywhere. But uh, since Trump does it, you know, they uh, try to give it as little airtime as possible, which is very unfortunate and sad that uh, we have a press that is just selfish and, and, uh, you know, uh, cynical. But, you know, that's how it it is. Um, Zoe, I know you want to respond to that real quick. Yeah,
7: well, what Trump did today was um, a big deal, and he should get credit for it because uh, that woman shouldn't be serving a life sentence for her first nonviolent drug offense. But I want to get back to the uh, Melania thing real quick. Uh, Maybe Melania wasn't around for a little while because she just had kidney surgery. The media is disgusting. They are like vultures coming for blood. The left-wing media is so far gone. But here's the good news. For years, for decades even, conservatives have been waiting, waiting not only for a politician but a president, a conservative president, to take on the media instead of surrendering to them and not getting involved and not fighting back and not attacking them. They say that Trump and Melania are having problems. She just had a kidney surgery, an actually rather serious surgery. And we finally have a president who doesn't bow down to this media, and he takes them head-on. And after they go after his his marriage, he's damn right to go after them. They're wrong. They're liars. They are left-wing anti-Americans, Marxists, and they should all be ashamed of themselves. The woman had serious kidney surgery. Maybe that's why she wasn't in front of the cameras for two weeks. Frankly, I thought it would be longer. So it's none of their damn business, first of all, but they would never, ever treat a liberal Democrat president's wife like this and mock and smear their marriage. Donald Trump is the greatest president in American history, and we are so so lucky to have a president. We've been waiting for a president, a politician, to go after the media, to attack them after they attack him. It's about time. I'm so sick of all these Republicans who don't attack the media. Oh, the president shouldn't attack the media. These soy boy Republicans are disasters. And thank God, like I said, (laughs) for Donald Trump. Take the media down. They are evil. They're bad people. And they are Marxists. They don't love this country. They don't love us. And they do not for sure
4: love Donald Trump.
13: And not only that. But yeah, there's a lot of news going on out there. And, you know, why does the First Lady have to be such big news? I mean, she, she should have her privacy and, you know, she has surgery. And, and let's not make such a big deal out of it. That, you know, this, it's becoming a tabloid news. If, if they want to be real reporters and real journalists, then they should report on all the things that are happening all over the world and all over the country today. And, you know, Mrs. Trump, just give her some privacy
7: absolutely exactly right michelle obama would never have been treated like this
10: okay george
7: bush was attacked by the media a lot but guess what not like donald trump they treated george bush like a saint compared to how they treat donald trump no president has ever been treated like this and and his marriage and his kids and his the first lady the first lady is loved she's brilliant she's smart she just had surgery and for them to insinuate that there's something going on in a marriage after she had kidney surgery is just
12: disgusting.
2: Oh, I I hear you, absolutely. And and you know it's um my whole theory on this is they're jealous. The media is jealous of how beautiful Melania Trump is and how stunning she looks and and how they they you know they try to criticize her. And you know I've heard some names they've called Melania, and just imagine if they would have said some of the same things about Melania about Michelle Obama, because let's face it, Michelle, o, you know Michelle Obama is one of the ugliest, Michelle uh, ugliest that uh, you know I I you know there's a lot of suspicions that there you know it was Michael it was, at one point it was Michael Robinson it could have been a dude I mean there's a very good. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, put it past the Obamas there, and where where Barack came from, uh, where he, you know, came from, they're they're into trans, transvestite. You know, I'm not kidding this with the whole Kenya thing, and and he grew he. Uh, there's this all these things, and I, but I, I don't want to get too off topic. But you know, let they and they try to say the liberal media always tried to praise Michelle Obama and say how beautiful she was. And you know, come on. I mean, don't do at least. I mean, at least be honest. I mean, there's nothing about her that's beautiful, Michelle Obama. But with Melania Trump, they don't praise her looks. Very rarely, they trash her, and it's all out of jealousy. It's all out of they've never seen anything as beautiful as Melania Trump. And you know, they 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 just they can't get to Donald, so they want to get to his family. And there, there's just so much envy. Uh, It's unbelievable And, you know, you can just see it Every single day from the media
1: Like
7: I said before, man no, No president or his wife The First Lady of the United States Would ever be treated like this I mean, can you imagine Jake Tapper of CNN After Michelle Obama Would have a kidney surgery Insinuating that she wasn't around For 13 days That there was problems in Obama's marriage. It would never happen. Right. Right. It's such trash. Real quick, off topic. And I want
2: to ask everybody this. Does everybody believe, you know, in terms of on the line, and I'm sure a lot of my listeners believe he was born in Kenya, but, I mean, I really don't think Barack Obama is a U.S. citizen because I'm good friends with Sheriff Joe Arpaio, America's type of sheriff, and I'm helping him with his Senate campaign. But, and he's been on the show uh, many, uh, many times, but what I want, and he's compared, he was one of the first, he was the first person that started the birth certificate movement with Obama. And he's had professionals, several professionals, look at birth certificates, U S birth certificates and compare it to the document that Barack Obama suddenly one day presented months and weeks after people asked him to show it. And, uh, you know, I, I just don't think he was born here. I there's, I, I, can't, I can't say that, and there's nothing ignorant about uh, believing he was born in Kenya because of all of the the fact that there's so much fabrications on that document. What do you guys do you R-
1: think?
7: Rory. Rory, it's, it's not that weird to think Obama was born in Kenya. The guy admits yes. that he lived in Kenya when he was a child. Yeah. yeah so yes, why would he yes. be so, like, outrageous? It's not like he never yes. lived there. He lived there when he was a young boy. And by the nice. way and, – and by the way, he still has a half-brother who lives in a hut in Kenya, okay? So obviously his family, some of his family lives there, and this notion that it's like out of left field, that Obama – it's just a conspiracy theory. It's not a conspiracy theory. Read Obama's book. He admits – it's a known fact. He lived in Kenya as a child. Is it, is it so odd that his father is from Kenya? It's so odd that he may have been born there. That birth certificate he produced was fraudulent. It was a live, it was not a, yeah. an actual birth certificate. Look, I don't know right. if it's the, the, you know, at the end of the day, 100%, but this notion that the left makes it seem like it's racist, it's not racist. By the way, Donald Trump right. said Ted Cruz couldn't run for president because he was born in Canada. And Ted Cruz is white, or, you know, Latino, whatever, but he's white. So it's not racism, it's just curiosity. No one right. knows Obama when he went to school. No one knows him. There's nobody that said, oh, I remember Barack Obama when exactly. I was in school. No teachers and all remember him.
2: The and all the sealed documents yeah. that Obama put away about his personal life, come on. I mean, there's so much.
8: And yeah, how do we so, even
2: know those kids are his kids? I mean, there's all there's there's theories behind
7: that, too. Yeah, so, so all I'm saying, I'm merely saying that, hey, the guy admits it's a known fact that he was, Ken- he lived in Kenya as a child. His father is from Kenya. So this notion that it, like it's out of left field, we're just conspiracy theorists, I'm merely saying yeah. it's not that far-fetched to believe the guy was born there. That's literally all I'm saying. No one else has heard of him when he was, he was supposedly going to schools and colleges. No one knows. No one knows him, remembers him. That's weird. That's very, very weird. Theory so it's, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's just it's a curiosity, and the facts just don't add up. I'm sorry. You can spit racism out all you want, but I just—it's—he uh, it, lived there as a child. So at the end of the day, I—I I don't see why it's so far fetched that the guy perhaps was born there as well, because that's where his father's from, <laughs> you know. So I, you know, but you know, we'll never get a real answer. But we'll Barry, see. what about Barry Sataro, man? I mean, he was a foreign exchange student, Barry Sataro. Of course, man. Look, there's all this stuff around. But here's the problem: right. because Ob- because Obamas half half black, you can't speak about this because you'll be called a racist. Well, I'm done. Right. I don't care. I don't care if I'm called a racist. The guy lived right. in Kenya as a, as a child. Okay, the, the, yeah. the guy. No one remembers him when George Bush was president. How many people came out when they went to college saying he was using drugs, saying he was. You know he was uh, with women. He was doing. Uh, he did cocaine and yeah. drank too much. Yeah. Trump. People yeah. come out about Trump all the time. When he was in yeah. school, saying he was a bully, saying all this stuff. Every president has had people come out saying they remember him. Obama had nobody. That's that is is odd, and anyone saying it's not is a liar.
3: Yeah, I mean, and and here's
7: the thing, here's another thing that worries me out,
2: and I, I I'm it is kind of funny to talk about, and I will. Talk about it. If we all remember the Larry Sinclair incident, um, I'm gonna pull up the clip in a second. But um, the remember the gay dude that came out and said that Obama and him did blow in the back seat of a limo and uh,
7: <laughs> he performed a, a oral on Obama. No, no. And then no, no. It was it was worse than cocaine. It was smoking crack. <laughs> So And no one talks about it No one talks about it But when, but when,
0: but oh, when a woman false. Comes out
7: against But when a woman comes out against Trump From 20 years ago It's on CNN all day every day So that's the problem
2: I yeah. have And here's what, here's what You know I don't want to get too off topic Because we have a lot to talk about obviously But this, this is where it gets funny Every other president you've had women come out And make accusations You never had one woman come out with uh, Barack Obama you only had multiple men come out And which makes me Really suspicious I mean how, how does that happen And you know there, There's so many different Signs uh, You know
0: I, I, I,
2: there, I'm not saying that I'm not homophobic or anything And I've said this many times on my show But I, I prefer people to be honest About who they are as a person And not pretend to be something they're not And there's so many indications that Obama uh, you know, is a homosexual, and you know his marriage uh, is a obviously a, a you know just a cover, first political image, um, and you know there's all these there's all these different things, but I, I just you know with all of the corruption, with all of the things that have came out about his personal life that he never revealed, and that he lied about being a Christian. He's actual he's actually a fuck he's actually a Muslim, excuse my French, but you know it's it, it it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, it's cra- it is. It, it's, he's the
7: biggest. But that's fraud. Another thing. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, but that's another thing when we when people like us, when we say, you know, I don't think Obama's a Christian. You know, he always attacks Christianity. He remember when he called yeah. IV, uh, J, J, um ISIS, the JV team and said, remember yeah. the Christian crusades? They killed people over their religion hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years ago. This is not somebody who's a Christian An interview, He interview, praised he Islam. He was a All he did was praise Islam
13: yeah, You know so the, first, again, it's, the first time when he took a trip overseas He went to Egypt And the people in the front row Were all Muslim Brotherhood They were all the terrorists And exactly. he said he speaks, Air, he speaks fluent Arabic With a good accent Sorry. And
7: that's what I'm saying. So, like, this notion that it's so far-fetched that Obama's not a Christian is just preposterous. I mean, Obama has always praised – I mean, the first thing Obama does every single time there's a terrorist attack by a radical Islamic savage, he says the same thing. Islam is a religion of peace, and he, and he defends Islam as a whole. He seems to do that, But if, if but when yeah. there's a shooting or something, he doesn't, you know, say – uh, you know, all gun owners are good people. He attacked the person who did it. So I have a big problem with that, and it just seems that Barack Obama is clearly not a Christian. He has said in an interview – he slipped up, and um, the the interviewer said he was a Muslim. And, and by yep. the way, again, yep. Played that clip he, lived the he lived in Kenya. He lived in Kenya. Kenya, many Kenyans are Muslim. Again, it's not yep. far-fetched. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a curiosity yep. No one knows anything yes. about Obama. And the only church he supposedly went to, Jeremiah Wright, was an anti-American church that said, God um, damn America. So at the end of the day, no matter what, he's an anti-American Marxist that doesn't love this country. So we're just trying to figure out questions that have never been answered about the president then, of the United States, not a politician, the president. And don't forget about the Louis
2: Farrakhan
7: uh, love he has and all the pictures he's in with that, with his buddy. hmm which the media covered up for nine years since Obama started running for president. They covered that up. I guarantee you if there was a picture of Donald Trump and David Duke, it would have been on CNN um, the first day Donald Trump announced <laughs> he was running until today. Yep. See, because David, Duke, David yep. Duke is the same as Louis Farrakhan. They're both anti-Semites, yeah. and they both hate the opposite race. Louis Farrakhan is just as bad as David Duke. Guess what? Louis I Baracon think Louis
13: Farrakhan's just... way worse. Way <laughs> well, worse. i really mean, do. I think today, worse. he's
0: worse. He is today, way, way worse. Today he's way worse. And
13: he's much more powerful. He's got a whole following for decades. Yep. And, yep. you know, to be seen with, with, with him and Jeremiah Wright, I mean, I think it does tell a lot about, you know, who your friends are, tell who, what your ideologies are about. And, you know, no wonder that, that Obama and Netanyahu and Israel didn't get along. Well, if Obama's hanging out with all these anti-Semites, what is he gonna, how is he going to help Israel out? And not I'm, only that, I'm, but when they, he unseated um, the president of Egypt and he brought in Morsi, you know, he, he took away, the, you know, he took away the, the people's leader and he put in the Muslim Brotherhood, the terrorists. I mean, right. I think he he tried to rearrange the entire Middle East, um, and in in ways that are against the democracy of the United States. I mean, it's a, it, it was a sham, a complete sham. And by the way,
7: by the way, Barack Obama hung out with Bill Ayers.
3: Bill Ayers yeah.
7: in the 1970s was a member of the Weather Weather um, Underground, and it was a it was a. It's an anti-American terrorist organization that actually bombed police headquarters in New York City. I mean, this this was Obama's mentor and friend. He hung out with, with um, Frank Marshall Davis, a known communist who was on the FBI's watch list because he hated America so much. And many of these people are Muslims. So, again, it's not out of left field. It's not far-fetched to say, wait a minute, is this guy really a Christian? I don't think so. Uh, and Louis Farrakhan, by the way. Two weeks ago, or three weeks ago, uh, as of now, said that he, he wants um, an end to white people in one of his uh, in one of his uh, his speeches to his dumb uh, followers. He said he wants an end to white people. Now that guy who said that, Louis Farrakhan, is pictured with Barack Obama, uh, yep. you know, having his hand on the back, you know, basically hugging each other, and he was the president of the United States. Think of that. That guy was the president of the United States yep. who was hanging out with Louis Farrakhan, who wants an end to all white people, and he wants a genocide of Jews. And by the way, the media covered up all those photos for nine years. This is what we're not doing. Only that,
13: not only that, but look at the Iran deal. I mean, if we want to talk about you know, getting rid of you know, the, Israel, I mean, they're the number one, they're the number one um, enemy – and they're right there on the border. And what's happening is, you know, he gives them $150 billion, and now that money is being used by Hamas in Gaza. That money is being used by Hezbollah. And, and to kill Israel. You know, just spreading it all out. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And by the way, you know, it, just you know,
13: out today, it just
7: came out today that the Obama administration allowed Iran to sidestep yeah, the sanctions that. that were Mike, put on them.
2: Mike. Hold my – hey, Mike, hold my beer. I'm about to play that right now. Um, I actually don't have a beer in my hand. I was just, just trying to make, it say, make, a, make a saying. But um, I'm going to play that right now. Um, Obama, Iran, clip 2-4. And it, here we go.
5: A Republican congressional report says the Obama administration deliberately misled Congress and the public in its efforts to funnel billions of dollars to Iran as part of the nuclear deal. Correspondent Rich Edson has the specifics tonight from the State Department.
14: After signing the 2015 nuclear agreement, Iran had a six billion dollar problem. The nuclear deal gave Iran access to its international bank accounts. One account in Oman held about six billion dollars in local currency. To use it, the Iranians needed to convert that money first to U.S. dollars, then to Euros. And the Obama administration was ready to help. I think they did so because they were desperate to get a deal. So on the one hand, they were saying that the Iranians were not going to get access to the American financial system. On the other hand, they actually granted Iran a specific license to allow them to take some of the funds that had been in escrow. A report from the Republican majority of the Senate Permanent Subcommittee on Investigations says the Obama administration bypassed existing sanctions and cleared the way for Iran to use the U.S. financial system, even as officials claimed that would never happen. The Senate report cites pledges from then Treasury Secretary Jack Lew and other top administration officials.
6: Iran will be denied access to the world's most important market and unable to deal in the world's most important currency.
14: The report says that in January 2016, Iran complained about its nearly $6 billion stuck in an Oman bank. One month later, the Obama Treasury Department issued a license, allowing a transaction the federal government would otherwise prohibit. Officials then tried to persuade two U.S. banks to execute it. The report says, quote, both U.S. banks eventually declined, primarily due to the unwillingness to take on the legal and compliance risk, but also reputational concerns in doing business with a comprehensively sanctioned country like Iran. A former administration official refused to go on record, though tells Fox News the license fulfilled U.S. commitments under the nuclear agreement to, quote, give Iran access to pools of its money held overseas. This specific license cannot be described as granting access to the U.S. financial system. As for what happened to that $6 billion in Oman, the report says Iran likely retrieved it, gradually, using European banks. Shannon?
5: All right, Richardson of the State Department.
13: We'll have more on that coming up. They
14: Absolutely so the disgraceful.: really
13: is, It is, it's disgraceful. And the question becomes, whose side was Obama on? Iran or the United uh, States.: Obama's anti-Semitic, really and you're totally on those Muslim sides. Jesus. For sure, no question about it.: but so the go American ahead though, Valerie: people, The American people were not able to understand this when they needed to because the press. Was compliant, and and it's it's a shame because we're allowing these things to happen. And then he gets non- then he gets he elected a second time, which I can't understand. You know, if if the American people really understand what's going on in our country, you know, they got to stand up. And and you know, we're just we're letting everything happen, and it's it's uh it's to our own detriment. It's to the world's detriment.
2: Hey, uh, absolutely, Valerie. Well said, Josh. Are you still there?
3: Yes,
13: sir.
2: So, your thoughts, buddy. We haven't heard from you in a while. Go ahead.
4: Yeah. No. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, no surprise. No surprise for me. I think we've known for a long time uh, where Obama's where Obama's heart was, and as well as where his politics yeah. were. Um, I think people choose to ignore them. Um, you know, and the media yep. chooses to cover up. But I mean, you know, even when I believe yes. it was a CNN interview with Obama where he was uh, speaking about. You know, he says that the that um I think he said that McCain has been very you know um, nice about um, speaking about his Muslim faith. And then this CNN interview interviewer goes, Don't you mean your Christian faith? No. Oh yes, yes, my Christian faith. Like I mean, it's not no yeah. surprise. <laughs>
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, yeah, and you're you're you're
7: absolutely right, uh, Josh and uh, Zolo. Go ahead. Yeah, my biggest problem is uh, I'm not surprised at all. Obviously, because Obama's a traitor and he hates America. Yep. But my yep. problem with this is very simple. Billy is own Why pocket. is this
0: coming?
7: Yeah. Why is this coming out now? Where were the Republicans? What? Why? Why aren't they? weren't they investigating this when he was president? What is wrong? These Republicans are so pathetic. And I would not be believe- surprised
2: if guys like Paul Ryan were involved in this and Mitch McConnell. We all know Mitch McConnell and his wife did a uh, big deal with, uh, I believe it was China, and, you know, they were involved in a, in a huge, uh, uh, you know, uh, scandal. So you can't put it past any of them. They're rhinos, man. They're not real Republicans.
7: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm totally with that. I'm against all of them. But but I mean, at the same time, like if Trump wasn't elected, none of this stuff would be coming out. And that's, that's really scary. And by the way, Barack Obama recently said his administration was scandal free. Since he said that, there's <laughs> been about 10 new scandals. This guy should have been impeached after his first year. The guy is so anti-American that I don't understand how any American voted for him. It's a shame how many people voted for that man, but for him to actually get a call from the Iranians and say, yeah, hold on, let me, yep. let me, let me help you convert, convert that, uh, those billions of dollars into U.S. dollars. Let, let, let me help you do that. that. That's treasonous. I mean, this is a big deal. This should be on CNN all day instead of Trump making a reference to the War of 1812 with Justin Trudeau on the phone today. Okay, this is what CNN does. Or Trump they drinking take... eight Diet
2: Cokes and watching TV, exactly. you know?
7: Yeah, the New York Times does an article where Trump drinks twelve <laughs> Diet Cokes a day and watches eight hours of CNN and screams at the TV. I hope he does. Look, I hope Trump screams at the TV. So then he, so then he goes on to all of them. These are these people are so gone. But but like I said, my concern is. If Trump wasn't president, none of this stuff would be coming out. I mean, look at everything that's coming out. For Obama to say he had a scandal-free administration, it's like Hillary Clinton saying she's not corrupt. I mean, the two things couldn't be further from the truth, and they both would be in jail.
2: And yeah, Absolutely. Well, 100%, Mike. I like the way you described it on the last part. But, Valerie, you know, you've worked in Washington. You know, you've, you've been around all of this. You know, I feel a lot of times you know, in certain situations, especially with these politicians, a lot of them are actors. You know, they're they're acting, and you know, a lot of them. And we've actually we've we've seen uh, behind closed doors that they make deals with each other on uh, you know opposite parties. And uh, but in the, in the spotlight when the cameras are on, you know, it's uh, it's a lot of acting. But it, it, it's it, being authentic in Washington these days. Is so hard, and it's so. At times, it's so hard to see what's real and what's not real in terms of, you know, especially with these rhinos in the left. I mean, that's, you know, you know what I mean. I mean, it, it's, it's a, it's scary. It's very scary,
0: because
13: you well, know, because it, we it's, don't know who's on our side, who are our friends, and who are our enemies, even inside our right. own party. You know, we right. need we need to come together, and you know, it's like they're right. splitting. And, yeah. um, you know, it's, it's not good for us in terms of what's going to happen for the next couple of elections because we've got to yeah. – but apparently what I heard today is that we're going to actually pick up, like, four or five seats in the Senate, and we're going to pick up some governorships, which is amazing. Um, and I think a lot yeah. of that's due to Trump's success. You know, I oh, mean, he, he yeah. somehow keeps above all of this drama that goes on on CNN and the liberal media, and he focuses on what he's going to do, and he does it. And I just, I think it's incredible.
2: And, you know, what, what, what really disgusts me is, imagine the outrage if this scandal came out with Iran, the billions of dollars about Donald Trump. It would be everywhere. There would be major meltdowns. But Obama does it crickets uh you know nothing to see here, folks liberal logic uh i, I mean it's it's um the double standard that uh that mm-hmm. that exists is uh you know it's it's despicable it's disgusting it really is that you know we have. Uh, the left getting away with—I mean, it's all of this. It's, it's Joe Biden making the billion-dollar deal with the Chinese bank. The you know it's Obama billions to Iran. You know, filling Obama definitely filled his own pockets. Whoa. Obama, Whoa. you know, all of this stuff. I mean, the the net the Netflix thing trying to control what everybody watches with leftist ideology. It's
7: one thing after the other, man. I tell you, Rory. I mean. I mean, you're forgetting one of the most important. How about John Kerry meeting yep. with Iranians, top
2: Iranian yep. officials? Yep. Yes, that's doors.
3: A treason.
7: The, law, the Logan well, Act committed, violated the Logan Act. While that's
2: Donald Trump is total president,
7: treason. John Kerry is meeting with Iranians to get the Iranians yep. to pressure Trump yep. to, not, uh, to not scrap the Iran deal. Treason. John <laughs> totally. Kerry should be in prison. He should be indicted. I and mean, nobody's is, even
13: talking about it.
7: Exactly, where is the media where is CNN? in all the and all the, money from Hillary from made,
2: and all the money and all the money Hillary made when she worked for the Obama administration was selling twenty percent twenty percent of our uranium to Russia, and you know Hillary mm-hmm. has also taken a lot of money from the Middle East, and there is you know just crickets about that too when the left does it as long as they you know uh, play their whole card. Uh, they have the media on their side. It's disgusting, and, and it's disgraceful, and it it proves um, you, you know, that uh, journalism is dead in, in most in 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 a majority of of America. I mean, it's it's all opinions, all fabrications for the most part. It's, uh, and it's, it's propaganda. You know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: it's, it's it's
7: it's sad. Very sad. Um, but there's an awakening, but, yeah. man. Wait till twenty twenty. Watch how big Trump's gonna win in twenty twenty. He's gonna win oh, bigger yeah. than Reagan did. He's gonna win. Oh yeah. I'm I, he, I will big say league. he'll win forty four states, man. It's gonna be a yeah. massive win. The the, the the America is woke. Everyone is waking yeah. up. You know, you have the radical left. There's really no yep. more moderate democrats. All you have are independents. And and right wing conservatives. And then you have the far left. The far left, certain places in California are gone. Yep. Certain places in New Jersey are gone. New York, they're gone. That's fine. But the rest of America, hardworking America with brains, still have working brains, are going to vote for Donald Trump. And here's the best thing about Trump for re election 99% of the people who voted for him are going to vote for him again. And the people who didn't, the Republicans who didn't, Many of them will be voting for him this time in 2020. There will be some, like the uh, like the Jonah Goldbergs and the Never Trump morons, but he's right. going to get a <laughs> lot more votes, a lot more yep. votes in 2020. It's going to be a shellacking. The media you're is going to face the music. Oh, one hundred
2: percent. And CNN what? ratings, CNN, oh, CNN ratings are collapsing big time right now. Badly. Yes. But go ahead, Valerie. I was just going to
13: say. He's one of the first presidents ever to not worry about the polls. But, you know, I mean, Obama yeah. really measured his decisions based on what the polls were saying, and Trump could care less. You know, he does what he thinks he he believed in, and he does what he said he was going to do when he was running. And it's just that I think that's why the people love him so much because he, he's actually accomplishing the things he said he was going to do, and that's exactly. unusual. And his, you know, his, and, his ratings are higher now than than Reagan's were. It's at the highest ratings of any Republican president.
2: Yeah, it, it 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 truly is remarkable. And you know, who would have ever? I mean, everybody, you know, saying that Trump hates Muslims. I mean, look what he did today. He hosts the White House the Muslims for Ramadan, or however you pronounce yep. it. Uh, is yes, it Ramadan. Ramadan.
0: Okay. Yes.
2: Okay, and, and you, you're, a, you're a radical Islam expert, um,
0: uh, Valerie,
2: <laughs> so you know, you know a little bit about that. But the fact that he even recognized it, I mean, the left is crickets about that. The media is not even giving him the credit he deserves. I mean,
13: that's huge. I mean, that's unbelievable. He huge. didn't have to do that. It is huge, and it's very, very important because he's, he's really taking away the credibility that the left is trying to have by saying that he hates Muslims. I mean, that he's yep. taking every step to show that he doesn't hate Muslims. He's just trying to to protect the Americans, um, to protect right. our country from you know from any more terrorism, and that's his job.
2: Right. well no, absolutely, 100%. And you know, it's um, yeah, especially with all the hot, hot you know, the the, the hostility and the, the the confrontations and the the outrage with Muslims in our country right now, and the fact that you know he he's giving them all this recognition i hope they appreciate it i hope a lot of the, that their community you know really uh you know puts you know puts this together and understands and uh you know and more people will wake up obviously uh, from that religion by seeing this which is which is a good thing
7: but uh real real quick you know, though just one second um, yeah, I mean yeah, go i'm ahead. reading right now i'm reading right now uh liberals responses and they don't. Need, they're not even giving him credit. They're just saying he's just doing this for for a good headline. In two days, he'll go back to attacking Muslims. Uh, you're never gonna win with these people. People. I know, are so they'll far always not. make up a, a narrative that uh, suits them that they think they
2: can win off of. That they can paint Trump in any bad way they can. That he's the villain, yeah. no matter what. He could can cure cancer, and they'd still say, "I want my cancer." That's what they tell him. "I want my cancer, Trump. Give me my cancer back." Like
7: they would
8: find whatever
7: exactly. way to fight with them, they can. Yep. And the thing like, is, tell the thing is, I I say, uh, I'm starting to say now, Trump shouldn't even go for the Democrats, try to get their votes. He should go for yes. the few Democrats that are moderates and go right. strong for the independents and obviously his base and the right wing. He shouldn't even go for. He shouldn't even make an effort to these people because it's not going to work. Yes. They're too far gone.
2: There are a few modern Democrats that will come along. AIDS. If, he, if he cured AIDS, they, they would find a way to fabricate the story and say, oh, you they know. They would say, what well, about
0: diabetes? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I mean, it's never it will never <laughs> ever be enough. I mean,
13: I can't... You
8: know,
13: uh, he's, he's made a, the president has made a lot of headway with the black yeah. community because this oh, is yeah. the lowest Um, um, unemployment rate ever, and I think he really is bringing them over to the to the Republican Party, showing them what has the Democratic Party really done besides continue to give out handouts instead of hand up, instead of giving jobs so that they can do it themselves to keep them under wraps, you know, under the government thumb. And I think that there are. You know, Black Americans are seeing that you know the Republican Party is is much better to them than the Democrats. And I, my hope is that through this uh, this event that he had uh, for each, for the Ramadan, uh, that the Muslims will see yeah. the same thing. Right, absolutely, one hundred percent.
2: You know, it, it's um, I. You know, and you know with the, with the Ramadan, you know, it's. Uh, you know, hopefully it's a form of unity. Hopefully, you know, there it, it, it can bring some sort of, you know, there'll be some good that comes from this, which I think there will be. Um, I do want to mention, though, you know, this whole Mueller thing is getting a little bit outrageous, but too outrageous, actually. And I'm, I'm getting upset about it, and so is every other Trump supporter and uh, everybody else that cares about honest law and order and, uh, you know, the truth because – This is a total witch hunt. Uh, Now Mueller is trying to get phones, uh, having witnesses turn over their phones. Um, You know, Rudy Giuliani has said that Mueller's team is trying to frame the president, which is not surprising. Um, You know, there is so much malicious um, hostility, uh, mentality out for this president. They want to get him any way they can. And it's getting to the point of absurdity i mean i um it's uh you know it just goes to show uh you know these these people are vultures that, that the the mueller and his cronies i mean they are they are rats, they are just filth like they are they are just the dirty of
13: dirty. But I don't understand, why, are, why is this Mueller investigation continuing? I mean, I think it's been pretty clear for many months now that Trump didn't do anything wrong. There's no Russia collusion. So why, why do they still have taxpayers' money to continue this investigation until they actually find something? Why doesn't he right. shut it uh, I don't understand why it can't be shut down right now.
7: Exactly. But the reason why it's still going on is because the left, the uh, Republican establishment and the deep state have all aligned, and they have one goal in order, and that's to bring down the President of the United States. It's not going to work, but they're not going to stop. They are not going to stop until something drastic changes. Where meaning the maybe the Attorney General, uh, the DOJ, you know whatever, shuts it down, does something, because they have one goal. Donald Trump is a threat to them and a threat to all their policies. And they want him gone. They want him out. So, And by the way, all these people, these never-Trumpers that say, Robert Mueller's a Republican. He's a good guy. Yeah. He was a Marine. All you need to know about Robert Mueller is when he started the special, special counsel to, to investigate Trump and Russia collusion, he hired 13 Democrats. Oh. Yep. One or two of them are huge Hillary Clinton uh, Foundation yep. donors. That's literally yep. all you need to know. That's all you need yep. to know. I don't get what the so debate is. So why are the is.
13: Republicans stopping this?
7: Because, I know. Yeah, exactly because they're traitors. And Paul Ryan today, Paul Ryan today, said that the FBI did nothing wrong by spying on the Trump campaign. So wait a minute. Such, so he's a, I, he is such a
2: dirtbag. I can't stand that piece of garbage.
7: Yeah. So let's so let's so let's understand this. So Donald Trump was spied on by Barack Obama, who used the FBI, the DOJ, and the CIA, who weaponized those institutions to bring down a political opponent and spy on him to try and prevent him from being the president of the United States. But the Republican Speaker of the House says, hey, all it's all good, all man. It's all good. good. This is a joke. This is who Donald Trump has to work with every day. He has I'm just so glad Paul retiring. Yeah, he has just as much a fight he has with the left as he does with the right. These are these are people that are against them, and we need to get MAGA Trump-supporting candidates to push his agenda. These people have to go.
8: They do.
2: And you know, it's Josh. Y- your
4: thoughts.
3: I mean, yeah, you know, I just
4: do not wait until the 2020 election because this isn't going to be a, um, you know, a, oh, a candidate everybody doesn't like versus a candidate everybody doesn't like, if, you know, for the majority. It's going to be a, a president who has done all the things he's promised, plus more, and no matter where you stand politically on either aisle, all these good things for the country that have nothing to do with Republican or Democrat. You're gonna to have to choose versus that, or someone who's basically saying Trump's a bad person. Okay, prove right. it. That doesn't make any sense. Like, uh, let's be serious here. You know, and this whole investigation is just stop spending my damn money on on bullshit. Seventeen like this. million, matter. to
2: be
3: exact, it's seventeen million of taxpayer dollars. Oh my gosh, that make, it makes me freaking sick.
2: Go ahead, though.
4: Continue. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's, it's just it's, it's disgusting, and you know, and we have all the the thing that drives me nuts is we have all those those Republicans who are more in the middle that well, you know, just shut your mouth if you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say it at all. What did your did your mom never teach you that? Like, <laughs> you know, damn.
7: Like, let's, let's be I, serious here. I, I used to think they were in the middle, but now I'm starting to realize they're on the other side. There's no excuse for what Paul Ryan said today. There's no excuse for who I used to like, Trey Gowdy, what he said. He said Trump should start acting like an innocent man. Well, let me tell you something, Trey. An innocent man doesn't bend over and let a a, a corrupt witch hunt of an investigation attack and smear him looking for a crime that doesn't exist. On a daily basis, an innocent an innocent man who happens to be the president of the United States stands up and fights for himself and says he didn't do anything wrong and it, and has hacked these deep state sick evil people and these Republicans are on the other team. There is no excuse. Trey Gowdy, I used to love the guy, but he's yeah, all no action. Yeah, we talk, talked about this. No action. Yep. we talked about this yesterday, Martin
2: Zolo. Remember, I mean Gowdy. Was once a great patriot, but now it looks like he's turned to the dark side and he's a part of the establishment and swamp. He's he's turned into a Jeff Sessions.
7: I mean, I mean, I mean, how can he say that Trump needs to start acting like an innocent man if he's innocent? If he's innocent, what do you want him to do? You want him to huddle in the corner?
0: Yeah, you want him to huddle in the
7: corner? I'm sure Trey Gowdy. If I'm sure, if Trey Gowdy was being framed and, and had a whole investigation against him, trying to find crimes he didn't commit. I'm sure Trey Gowdy would hide in the corner and not say a little word. This is
0: BS. Right. He's a soy boy exactly.
7: Republican. He, he Actually, actually, I think, all these people are leftists. There's no excuse at this point why they are betraying this president. Because at the end of the day, when they are betraying this president, they are betraying the American people who overwhelmingly voted for him on the Republican side. So there's no excuse at this point. Right. No,
2: I hear you, and I, I want to. You know, I want to play a clip. There's a, there's a big thing going on. You know, another story out today. You know, ex-sailor is suing Obama and Comey because basically he was—you got to hear this—he was—he was was basically uh, kind of the fall person and and kind of the person they tried to distract. uh, And you know, Trump pardoned this guy, but Comey and Obama tried to put some sort of distraction on this guy to take away from the Hillary investigation. There's a whole story behind this, and it's quite—it's quite fascinating. It's crazy. Um, But here's the clip. It's
9: 2-3. A former Navy sailor is seeking justice by suing the Barack Obama administration, claiming that Hillary Clinton was treated better than he was. Christian Saussure famously is accused of mishandling classified information, just like the former Secretary of State. He joined us on Fox & Friends right after receiving that pardon from President Trump.
12: It's unfortunate that a, a... one prosecutor and a couple FBI agents really just destroyed my life for for no reason. It was a clear attempt by the Department of Justice, you know, under Obama, to use me as a scapegoat to uh, take the heat off Hillary Clinton yep. for mishandling classified information.
9: Well, his attorney, Ronald Degel, is joining us right now from Albany. Ron, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Okay, so what's your case?
15: Our case is going to be pretty straightforward. We're going to highlight... Uh, how chris Saucier was treated as a common man right. and as a politically motivated uh... prosecution we're going to show how chris was treated and then we're going to compare it to the IG's report when that comes out we're hoping that's going to be exhibit number one that uh... here you go here's how hillary clinton was treated and we seem to have a two-tier system of justice here uh... that occurred under president obama and under me and under Loretta Lynch.
9: Okay, and so you would like to call them all in the court. You've already sent something to the Department of Justice um, back in January, and how did they respond?
15: They responded with a letter basically saying that uh, they were not interested in discussing the matter with us. We sent a letter saying, you know, we'd like to sit down and talk right. about the matter, the lawsuit or the pending lawsuit, and and they said no, they would not discuss the matter.
9: Well, Ron, if I was the Department of Justice, I wouldn't want to talk about it either, because they look terrible. (laughs) Yeah, I
15: think think it's true that they do look terrible, and I'm hoping that we can go before uh, Senate committee in front of uh, Senator Grassley and maybe testify as to what my client went through and how Mm -hmm. he was treated and how he was prosecuted, and then they can take this Inspector General's report and they can look at it and and see how that was handled sure and I think you're gonna see such a disparity that it's gonna be blatant and uh... my client you know we if we can see that they're gonna seek justice in this report and this report is handled well then we have no lawsuit we don't want that we don't want money right we want justice we want them to restore the president is trying to restore our faith in the justice system and that's really what we want the Department of Justice to do
9: so you're naming the Department of Justice James Comey President Obama, among others, if uh, if uh, President Obama were in court and you were deposing him or talking to him, cross-exam- cross-examining him, Ron, what would you ask him?
15: Well, it would be the famous questions of uh, what did you know and when did you know it. I mean, how much influence did you have over my client's case, and uh, and how much influence did Loretta Lynch and James Comey have over my client's case? Why did they decide to make him a shining example of what they were gonna do and then turn around and and change the law and let Hillary Clinton go because they said she didn't have intent because my client
9: right it it just looks like when you put the two cases side by side and just the fact that he had he had a sub background of a submarine behind him in an innocuous photograph he went to prison she had top secrets on a laptop and she skated.
15: Boy, that's true and well spoken. That's exactly what our case is going to be about. All
9: right. Well, we famously know the story uh, too well. Ronald Dago, uh, Chris Saucier's attorney. Sir, thank you very much for joining us today. From
2: I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, that's. I mean, it, it just goes to show. I mean, it's it, it's. Um, that the, the I'm just at a loss of words. I mean, the, politics the, the, over
13: t- justice.
2: I know. I mean, the, the fact that the Justice Department and the FBI and they're very silent about this. They're they're embarrassed because they know that they got. I mean, this is something that they're. This is a shitstorm. This is just one of many shitstorms that's going to be coming out every day. Like we've been hearing about a new uh, scandal every day from the FBI or the Justice Department from when Obama uh, was in there. I mean, it just keeps it keeps coming and coming. It's like a I mean it's like sit back and grab the popcorn. Yeah. You know, and
4: and I'd like to say in, in in regards to Hillary Clinton, you know, I, I used to think that it's like you know, dude, I really don't care whether or not she really goes to jail, whatever. I just don't want her to be president. Oh, come president. on, dude. The more I got dude, conflict, yes, so you the do. More, Everybody does. No, but here, no, 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 no. no, no. bit no a little bit of needs to don't be worry. served. The, the more I thought about it, though, the more I thought about it. The more I remembered those Americans that were lost in Benghazi, and the fact that she is is possibly yes. going to get away with those deaths is is absolutely ridiculous. And it's you know it's not justice, and justice needs to be served for that over anything else. She is responsible right. for those lives. Amen. And, you know, she
2: she,
8: needs to be she to should get the death penalty.
2: She should get the death penalty. But she ne- obviously she'll probably never even see prison. But in moral morality wise, moral wise, she deserves the death penalty. That woman is the devil. If you want to know what the devil is on earth, that's the devil. I mean, that woman is the devil. There is no other way to describe her. Uh, she is as evil as they get. I have never seen anyone more. Uh, I mean, this one, I can't even describe it. I mean, ugh, I, the stuff that she has gotten away with and the fact that she keeps opening her big, loud, annoying mouth. Just shut up already. God damn. I mean, I'm just tired of it. Um, But, you know, and and it just goes to show that everyday citizens, normal citizens like you or I, do stuff like what Hillary Clinton does We'd be in prison and jail for a long, 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 long time. This guy barely did anything, and they tried to ruin his life.
4: You know, and you'd think that she would go away and be quiet just because, ooh, I got to wait. You know, I got to right. wait with that stuff. Let me go be quiet for the rest of my life and, you know, maybe write a couple right. books, but don't do it. You know, don't stay in the limelight. Like, she's so cocky about it. Like, she really right. doesn't think that anything's ever going to happen to her, and, you know, it, it, she might be right, sadly.
0: Hey, you, it's you guys!
4: Pure evil. It is, and I, you
2: guys, we we feel bad for Hillary. She's a loser. She's a she's a you know I I, I try to resist talking about her as much as I can, but I do want to play something funny. Uh, her husband, Bill Clinton, over the over the weekend, a couple of days ago. Yeah, uh, this was like a few. This was a few days ago. I want to play this clip. He gets called out, and it's absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, his response, uh, he he doesn't – he's just – I mean, he's so – he doesn't know what words to kind of use. He's just – he's so caught. He gets caught in this. It's it's great, though. Uh, Two-two.
12: Bill Clinton. A remarkable interview with former President Bill Clinton. For decades, as you watched, both Clintons had licensed to do essentially whatever they wanted to do, and they did. Fellow Democrats wouldn't criticize them, and neither would their obedient toadies in the media – the Clintons ran the Democratic Party, so they were too important to be held accountable. That has changed. Bill Clinton is now politically irrelevant, so there's no longer any reason to protect him. The media smell blood. Here, for example, is what happened when Bill Clinton visited the Today Show this morning to sell a new book. The conversation Bill, went directly to Monica Lewinsky. Watch. Uh, but uh, you uh, didn't apologize to
9: her. I have not talked to her. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <not> feel <laughs> I thought oh, it were an apology? No, I do. <laughs> I, I, I do not... I never talked to her, but I did say publicly on more than one occasion that I was sorry.
12: Ouch. He almost lost it, then sort of recovered. <laughs> then he went on to explain that even though Monica Lewinsky's life was completely destroyed by that experience, while well, he himself went on to become the single richest former president in history, he somehow is the real victim here. Watch
9: this. Do you think differently or feel more responsibility? No, I felt terrible then. Nobody believes that I got out of that for free. I left the White House billion do. dollars in debt. I've had nothing but women leaders in my office since I left. You are giving one side and omitting. Now, Mr. President, I, I'm not. I'm not trying to present a side. You think President Kennedy should have resigned? Do you believe President Johnson should have resigned? Someone should ask you these questions because of the way you formulate the questions.
12: Schrager. on like that. It was pathetic. That's pretty much it for Bill Clinton's life as a public figure. It is over. But what do the rest of us learn from watching all of this? Well, if you're a progressive leader, the lesson probably is not don't abuse women or even treat the people around you as you would like to be treated. Relatively few elected Democrats could live up to those standards. No, the question is this. Don't lose power. As long as you are useful to the left.
8: <laughs> so true,
12: so true.
2: But oh my God, Bill Clinton! I mean, that was that wait, was something. That was wait. funny. Rory. And here, and he said, you know the bit? No, real quick, real quick. I'll let you talk, but real quick, he said he left. The funniest part was he left the White House sixteen million in debt. Yeah, now he's worth a half a billion dollars, five hundred million dollars. So yeah, buddy, you really have a tough life. Shut the fuck up. <laughs>
3: Um, go ahead. I'm just. Uh, I'm. I.
7: Bill Clinton didn't lie when he said he didn't talk. He hasn't talked to Monica Lewinsky. He's right. <laughs> he only burnt her with cigars. Yes, so, and he tasted it too. Yeah. So, and by the way, yeah, that whole,
2: story, that whole story, we won't get into that. But yeah, we we know the cigar story. Yeah. So um,
7: yeah, I'm not gonna talk about that. Believe me, The guy looks <laughs> like a freak. I don't want to talk about him.
0: Um, he's and he was—he was, no he was like his,
7: looks... that was like his daughter's age. He
0: like, actually like,
7: looks. He... Huh. I'm act... I'm gonna get in trouble for this, but he actually, I've seen some pictures of him recently where he kind of looks like like very sickly, like an AIDS patient. Man, he really looks bad. Right. But um. Right. But seriously, the, the elitist attitude that the Clintons have will be the oh, death yeah. of them. I, I mean, this notion oh, that yeah. they don't have yeah. to apologize for anything. They're just so innocent. Dude, you're yeah. literally worth like $600 million. You have a Clinton right. Foundation that funneled money that was supposed to go to Haiti, and you took it and exactly. used it for your daughter's wedding. You are an evil, right. corrupt exactly. man. And your wife exactly. is probably the devil.
0: So you should really exactly. count
7: your blessings that you're not in prison. And you should, be, you, know, you should be grateful that there's only one reporter in your whole life that gave you a, a semi-hard question. That wasn't even a tough interview. That's the hardest you, question you, a liberal like Bill Clinton will ever get. Exactly. we got a few minutes
2: left. Um, I do want to mention a few more things, though, before we go. Uh, god god help us but howard schultz from starbucks stepped down as ceo and he's rumored to be running for president and he's a leftist <laughs> like the clintons and uh you know he's a billionaire um obviously as we know um but i don't think he has a, i don't think he has a chance against trump but then again uh he ha- howard schultz is planning this big this presidential run apparently but we'll see and i i have sources uh, that I talked to earlier today, and uh, they'll be attached to the media company. But it is, these are people out of Texas that work in the GOP, and Ted Cruz is going to most likely be running in 2020, and this is coming from inside sources, and I'm not even kidding. And And we see Ted Cruz acting all friendly with the president, but now I'm beginning to think it's all a stage act, and he's
7: uh, totally against the president. I have uh, not heard that, but if that's the case, he'll get destroyed. I mean, so he will. He will. It, it's going to come out, but you know that is, and
2: I and there's going to be reports about. It, but I'm I'm hearing that that the people that work around him are preparing for a 2020 bid.
0: Really,
7: that's because insane. I would expect. I would expect more of like a like a Jeff Flake somebody like that. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. E-
2: I don't know either. It's just it's 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 possible. It's a strong possibility. There's no confirmation, but it's a strong possibility. It was what I was told. Um, he'll get because... he'll get massacred. It's
13: yeah, a shame he will. because he could have a future, but if he wastes it now, I think it would be you know, stupid for him to it, do this. I agree.
7: He would – Rory, if he would ever yeah. – if he were to actually do this, he would right. not even be reelected as senator from Texas. Texas Never. will go Never. hard for Trump. Texas Never. will go for Trump instead of yeah. Cruz, believe me. Right. I see like a John Kasich or a, a Jeff Flake,
2: you know, destroying their reputation and running uh, in the Republican Party, and they have no chance we <laughs> know that. But we have, a, we have about a minute left. We have about a minute left. I just want to say real quick, the August recess – uh, you know, they're they're not going on recess this year, so they're going to get a lot accomplished in the Senate and over in D.C. in the House, they have to, um, you know, and we have a lot to get done uh, and I'm glad that Trump is holding them accountable for that. Um, the, Google, the Google censoring conservatives is a big issue I wanted to get to today, but we're going to get to a whole segment on that tomorrow, but Google is uh, in a a, a lot of some controversy right now because, uh, even Devin Nunes is recognizing anti-GOP searches and stuff. And, you know, they're doing some shadow banning mm-hmm. and just crooked stuff with, you know, how leftist Google is, but, uh, um, they have
13: too much power.
2: Yeah, they do. It's, it's scary too, everybody, but everybody, Valerie, uh, Valerie, I will have you back on tomorrow. Um, and um, Mike Zolo, Mike Zolo, as always, will be back on tomorrow, Josh. will be back on tomorrow. Um, All right, I want to thank there. I want to we're out of time, unfortunately, guys, but um, there are a few things that I didn't get to today that I'll get to tomorrow, and I promise. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Rory Sodder show. Uh, please visit the dot com. Again, that's the donald dot com. Um, you can visit me at RorySodder.tv again that's RorySodder.tv and you can there's stuff there about all my businesses and and stuff I'm doing and I'm coming out with my new news media site The Next Gen USA uh, very in the next couple weeks which we're very excited about Um, I hope you all have a blessed night Um, you know thank you all uh, for tuning in again uh, I'm Rory Sodder Uh, God bless you Uh, We'll see you all tomorrow. Uh,
7: Cheers,
6: everybody.